Thank you for tuning in to Sense Per Mile. I'm your host, Charles Gracie. And I'm your co-host, Paul Gibson. Uh, before we get started, just like always, if you could like, subscribe, rate, turn on notifications, uh, wherever you listen or watch your podcast, that would be wonderful. Helps us do cooler stuff like we're doing to, on the next episode. <laughs> but this episode will be pretty fun. Um, yeah, so good times. So uh, I'm going to toss it over to our producer, Josh. What's up, Josh? What's up, gentlemen? You, you saying today's not going to be fun? I'm saying it'll be fun. It's just a little bit different, and we'll get into why later. I mean, Charles looks excited. Look at his face. I'm always excited to be here. I mean, I'm surrounded by all this talent. <laughs> I mean, you know what? Speaking of surrounded by a lot of things, I'm going to segue us into the news today. Uh, the first article I found that I think Paul will be really a big fan of is... Uh, I don't know what that's <laughs> supposed to mean. Um, the Texas border found over a million dollars worth of marijuana in a semi-truck. Is that all of it? I mean, it looks like the beginning of a new Cheech and Chong series. I feel like rates have gone up, though, if that's a million bucks. <laughs> yeah. Inflation has hit the drug market. If you're at the border and they stopped a million dollars worth of weed, does that mean that the border is secure? Or does that mean... That it's not because someone tried to get a million dollars worth of weed into the country. We stopped a million dollars worth of weed. We just can't stop everyone else from walking across it. The question is, did the driver pass their oral and fluid test? <laughs> yeah, I mean, other than other than what's in the back of the trailer, I wonder if that driver is um, DOT compliant. I would assume most drivers are, you know, pretty decent business people. So he's probably not getting high off his own supply. I would imagine. I just want to know how somebody thought that they were going to sneak that through the border. Speaking of things that don't belong on the road, check this video out. Like check this out. And it's weird how, how the figure just like almost like builds from the shoes up as you get closer. Looking on the right-hand side, there is a figure that appears. But also, is it just the way that the light catches them? Is that just a person walking down the road? I don't know. I'm sure that driver was taking a double take as they passed. Like, what did I just see? And I wonder if there's a driver out there that would turn around and stop and walk back and check it out. I mean, probably not because you only get paid when you're moving. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have time to verify if this is a ghost yeah. or not. We got to keep rolling. See, looking right here, the legs don't really look transparent there it looks a little transparent yeah but then it, all right so say it is a person not a you know a ghost or apparition mm -hmm. ufo that's what the government has confirmed recently so is there a timestamp on this it's what like 425 in the morning 425 i'm assuming in the morning it has yes. to be so who would be walking across that dark road at 425 in the morning that person who's got to make it to wendy's man they start serving breakfast at like 5 a.m <laughs> so this is just the weed from the border getting smuggled <laughs> in. You know, so just, and it like, oh, someone's looking. I have to be a person right now. And then it just goes right back to smoke. What's interesting is, you know, St. Patrick's Day has just passed. And I was looking up some of the information regarding dyeing the Chicago River green. And being that I'm originally from Chicago, I was looking into what it took logistically to make that happen. And uh, we found out it takes 100 pounds of environmentally friendly dye getting dumped in the Chicago River. That's uh, That still blows my mind that it's only 100 pounds. <laughs> like, that's a lot of river and that stuff, get, dude, it gets so green. Yeah. Is that where the truck driver was going with all the marijuana? Is that the green they were using, Charles? Uh, I don't think oh. it was. Um, I think it's a different I think it's a different kind of environmentally green day. <laughs> environmentally friendly green day. It's a big thing up in Chicago. So, 
Mm-hmm. I was interested to see what they do down in Chattanooga now, and uh, it's just not the same. I don't think you can cast, you know, too much of a shadow over what they do in Chicago for that. It's a big event. I mean, it's, at some points, it takes up the entire week. Corned beef and cabbage, the parades, the die in the river, the bar crawls. Were you just ripping on my corned beef and cabbage? Hell yeah, I was, bro. I cannot. I'll, dude, I'll hang with some Rubens all day. Yeah. But I can't. Corn, there's something about just, like, corned beef and cabbage. And I think it's just, like, because most of the time the cabbage is, like, steamed. Mm. And I just can't. So I'll smoke the corned beef. I'll roast the vegetables for it. Uh, I have that meal twice a year, once for St. Paddy's Day and then once for my birthday, which follows shortly after. Uh, so I get it, like, twice in the same quarter, and then I don't get it all year long. Speaking of big deals... Uh, like St. Patrick's Day in Chicago and Kansas City and everywhere people are turning their lakes green. It's time for Under the Truck. All right, Charles, so I took the news section today, so I'm going to let you lead this one uh, by picking what Paul is doing. Um, I'm honestly even going to let you pick the style, um, and I'll I'll find some music for you here pretty quick, Uh, but you determine Paul's fate today. We're talking about in this week's episode, how people are going to get more intimately uh, aware of who we are. So I thought it was only fitting that Paul's segment today for Under the Truck be getting some information out to our drivers, our road warriors, on how they can utilize a service that he's going to pitch, maybe like Tinder for truckers. What? Mm, I like that. Introduce, you know, our female and our male, our, our partners on the road to each other and a platform that you're going to pitch to us today. You look a little worried there, Paul. What? This is weird. Uh, this is a weird one. This could be a million-dollar idea, Paul. I mean, you could be that person that came up with Tinder for truckers. Bruh, could you imagine me being the spokesperson for a dating app? <laughs> well, we're about to find out because That's I got your music. Uh, are you ready? No. I also need you to keep this somewhat at a PG, the PG-13 rating, because I have to censor things. So let's 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 rein it in. Well, why don't you make better choices? <laughs> you asked for it. Afterwards, you might need a cold shower with this smooth, smooth music. Mm, give it to us. Drivers, the road is a lonely place. And you don't have a lot of time to stop. And you don't really even have control over where you stop. No control. None. But when you stop, download the new app, The Restless Rest Stop. It's a big app. Yeah. So big. And meet other people who are, uh, alone. This is stupid. (laughs) <laughs> this is so stupid. This is the dumbest one yet. I can't even. It might have been one of my favorites so far. I, I thought you were going to uh, go down like the uh, road of, are you driving around at night feeling lonely? And you totally just went. All right, so I got you a different song because you are correct. You were set up for failure on that one, and it was getting a little too hot and steamy in here. Uh, Charles looked <laughs> bothered. 
It was, it was getting slightly <laughs> uncomfortable. Would we, would we rather have him do it more dating style? I think like a trucker dating app. I feel like those exist. But yours might be better. Yeah, that's true. Well, like, I mean, I don't know. Like the CDL Life app is, uh, is you know, a huge community. And obviously it's not a dating app. So you don't just go on there and just start wrecking people's DMs. But, I mean, a couple people have gotten married from that app. Use that for your inspiration. Uh, are you ready? No. All right, well. You're starting. Take two. Mm. Hey, are you a classy individual who's stuck out there on the big, lonely road, searching for a place to stop to find a little rest? Well, wouldn't it be nice to have someone with you? Not a team driver, because obviously that's the worst. But someone out there on the road to be your confidant, to be your co-pilot, to be your ride or die. Maybe even, in certain situations, grab a firebird or a firebird and uh, be your block bar. Well, today, check out Love Stop. <laughs> it's like a truck stop, but for love. At a truck stop. But not that kind of love. Just like, you know, mostly platonic to slightly romantic relationships. Download, download the app store today. That's like a turn, like when you see an infomercial that goes on like a solid 20 seconds too long and you're like, we got the point. <laughs> I feel like that's every story I've ever told in my entire life. <laughs> and I think you guys can vouch for that. <laughs> Paul, that was an awesome job. You know, on that second take, you, you nailed it. I think, uh, honestly, if I was driving around on the road by myself and I needed that significant other or to meet somebody, I would download your app. So kudos to you, buddy. <laughs> uh, well, that seems like a pretty good time to uh, to take a sponsor break. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to take a second to talk to you about the CDL Life mobile app. So CDL Life, largest news and entertainment uh, website for truck drivers in the entire world. Uh, and the community is also huge. So they built an app. Uh, and it's essentially like other social media, but for truck drivers. Uh, so your news feed is filled about stuff that you actually care about with people who are living a similar lifestyle to you. Um, and you're not just stuck looking at what the guy you went to high school with had for lunch today. Uh, it's really nice. People, have, it's insane. People have gotten married. Uh, people have raised a lot of funds for drivers in need because we know that there isn't always help coming down from the top with those situations. Um, and there's even real-life meetups, which is fantastic. I, I've been to one, and it was awesome. You meet some really cool people. Uh, and then on top of that, you have all the news and entertainment that you would expect, uh, GPS and several other uh, things that this app can do that's pretty cool. It's kind of a one-stop shop. So I'd say check it out, download it today, and... Uh, back to the show all right cool so back from the break um that being said uh in order to let you guys get to know us a little bit better uh we were just going to talk about ourselves but before we do that it seemed more fun to play a little game gentlemen i hope you're ready for a couple rounds of would you rather uh question number one would you rather use sandpaper for toilet paper or vinegar for eye drops I'll take the burning eyes before the burning brown eye. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, well, and I, uh, I wear contacts, so I'll be all right. So I'm going to go with the vinegar. I'm going to have to agree with you. Uh, vinegar all around. Right. All right. Question number two, no knees or no elbows. I'm going to go with the no elbows. I think I'm going to have to go with the no knees. I'm going to have to go with no knees because I film a lot and I can't imagine filming things like just this all the time. Yeah, pretty you much. Know, you like, can just like, you just roll each other around on a dolly. 
Yeah. That, yeah. Or like, you know, I mean, those shots are going to be so much smoother from a hover round. <laughs> uh, so this next one, this next one's super easy for me, hands down. Would you rather be rich and ugly or poor and good looking? My argument is it would be nice to at least be rich. Looks aren't that important. So I, if you gave me the choice between looks and a very full bank account, I'm going to choose the bank account on that one. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm already there. I just don't have the bank account. I'm going to throw a wrench in that and say that I'm going to go with the money and bad looks because you can just buy good looks because you have money. Buried alive or stranded at sea? Buried alive. I was in the Navy. Stranded at sea is not a far stretch. See, I feel like that's a tough one because stranded at sea, you can have possible hope to find food and stuff like that. Buried alive, you, you're you done. Mr. Beast did it, so at least it up our YouTube views. <laughs> Valid. Since per mile on the road, part three. All right, so would you rather be a broker or a driver? Hands down, a driver. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to go with driver because uh, I may not be sleeping a whole lot, but at least I can sleep peacefully. Well, unless a broker's calling you. <laughs> <laughs> The more the more I think about it, the uh, yeah no I think I would be the driver same same reason for Charles it's just like at the end of the day yeah like, um yeah now full disclaimer there are some good brokers out there I know a couple of them and if you ever need to reach out drop a comment like subscribe follow and I'll send you their way would you rather drive a manual or an automatic well I'm a millennial so an automatic yeah I'm gonna have to go with that too I, I'm I'm gonna take the manual because that's where I started I. I I have a love for them. I like having that control. So in the spirit of trying to get to know each other uh, before Matt's, we thought it would be fun uh, if we each helped you get to know each other, if that makes sense. So, for instance, if it's Josh, me and Charles are going to introduce you to Josh, and then Josh gets to introduce himself uh, and, and, and going around. So we each have to try to introduce each other, and then on top of that, you'll get to see how well we know each other. Or... How will we like each other? Mm, this could turn ugly real fast. <laughs> oh, it could. This is going to be some Mean Girls burn book stuff. So, Josh, I think if we're going to do this, we should start with Paul. You know, I 100% agree. Yeah, so I'll, I'll take it off introducing what I know about Paul. I met Paul back in Birmingham. Uh, I've seen him online for uh, some time. He's always doing those cool trucker videos, uh, trying to capture the side of trucking that's often missed on camera. Very passionate individual about what he's doing and trucker rights. Um, what caught my attention was in Birmingham when we were standing outside the hotel talking for the first time in person, just his view on the industry, on recruiters, um, and the insights that he was able to provide on why some of those views and why he believed some of the things he did. As I got to talk to him, uh, I got to realize that there was just so much untapped potential that uh, I was grateful to get to know him more over the years. He's a very big family guy, family first. Um, outside of that, he's not going to hold any punches. So if you're looking for somebody that you're going to talk something to and uh, not get an honest feedback, Paul's not your guy. If you want honest feedback, that's the guy you go to, and he's going to give it to you uncensored. That's pretty accurate. So for me, um, I've known Paul for a very long time. Like, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, thank you. We're childhood friends. <laughs> Condolences and all that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, sad for him. Uh, so I remember Paul being very passionate for pretty much anything. Uh, so we would shoot a lot of videos, and he would just do whatever needed to be done. Uh, the funny thing is I didn't know at the time when we were, you know, young teenagers and stuff like that, that it, 
he would get paid for this, you know, uh, and, and, and build this awesome following and group of people that see how passionate he is, uh, and get to do something really fun. And, and then honestly, the funny thing is, is so now I work with Paul. So we were doing stupid stuff when we were teenagers. And then I come to work with Paul and he's still just as crazy as he was when we were teenagers, just more facial hair. So, Paul, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, I'm a dude. I'm from Kansas City. I'm a total city kid. Uh, I don't do great in wide open spaces. Uh, I don't like natural bodies of water. Uh, <laughs> I know that seems odd. But that being said, uh, I somehow stumbled into the trucking industry. I didn't really have a lot of prior experience with it. Uh, my dad was a truck driver who went on a load when I was three, never came back. I got rear-ended by a truck. Didn't slow down or cut him off. He just legit was going about 10 more miles an hour faster than I was and ran into the back of me. Um, but then somehow at a party, uh, I got a job in the transportation industry and I fell in love with it. You know, like I, and I just found this passion. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm a pretty political person. I obviously try not to bring that out on the podcast, but just having joined the industry and seeing the situation the drivers are in versus, you know, the general labor market just really struck a chord with me. And it just, it blows my mind that, you know, the people who literally are the equivalent of blood cells running through the veins of our country, making it happen, uh, get treated the way they do. Um, so I try to advocate for that. Um, other than that, uh, I love star Wars so much. Um, you know, uh, and I've basically just been doing silly things on camera since I was a kid. Um, and now, uh, that's a big portion of what I do for a living. Uh, married, got three kids. Uh, and I think that's, uh, about the gist of it. So what you're saying is the trucking industry just kind of hits you out of nowhere rude <laughs> all right well hey you know we we also have that segment under the truck that we do much like you saw earlier so i think uh this is josh's turn charles do you want to talk about josh my encounters with josh uh besides y'all coming here and spending a couple days in chattanooga in my house uh was strictly through cdl life and uh cub ventures you know i've gotten to work with him in some high pressure situations he's always making it fun Always making us look good, which is not the easiest job at all. Thank you, beautyfilters.com. <laughs> um, always adding a nice touch of humor onto the situations, even the high-stress ones. Um, just a very genuine person. Uh, I have nothing but great stuff to say about him. I mean, at least while we're recording. Yeah, you can tell me how you really feel after we stop recording later. Josh is a great guy. Uh, makes us look good. So I highly encourage anyone... If you get the chance to talk to the guy behind the scenes making us look good, you should talk to him. All right, my turn. I've known Josh forever. We were childhood friends. Our parents were friends before we were born. Uh, great dude. Awesome filmmaker. Has a solid YouTube channel. All kinds of tutorials. It's great. Uh, you know, that's why any film project, when we weren't working together, I would pull him in on it as a contractor and, and get him to work on it because he's amazing. And now we just get to make stuff together all the time. And it's got its ups and downs. Uh, mostly up when it comes to Josh, just cause he's like eight feet tall. Um, and yeah, you know, he's, uh, he's pretty sarcastic. Um, it's, it's really funny in high pressure situations cause he gets really stressed out and really grumpy, but he never, ever stops. He just keeps going and then yells at me for when I stop because I'll totally stop in those situations. Um, and then, 
yeah, you know, it's, it's pretty interesting. Um, I will say, uh, and I'm not trying to offend anybody out there. Don't take this the wrong way. Uh, but Josh belongs to a special group of people um, that a lot of people have a lot of questions about and kind of go, eh, and I always have, you know. But I will say that Josh, Josh Haynes is probably the third smartest homeschooled person I know. Doesn't say much, but he's probably the third smartest. The first smartest isn't very smart, but the third smartest is also not very smart. That sounded like a homeschooled sentence. Honestly, we wouldn't be able to get a lot of this stuff done without him on the technical side of the productionist stuff. And that's usually why we don't let him talk as much because he's too busy making things happen. No, uh, it is funny. So I did not fit in in school, which is ironic that it leaded me to start doing the avenues that most people don't follow, like sports and other things like that. Just I wasn't that guy. So I did uh, video stuff all the time. High eight tapes, mini DB tapes, VH tapes. I oh, mean, I'm really showing my age right here. Uh, you know, where you actually had to eight track. Eight track. Uh, well, I wasn't that old, Charles. So, you know, I'm pushing it now. Uh, no, I, I, I loved filming from a young age and, um, you know, I've known Paul forever and we did funny videos together. And then as he moved on into his career in the trucking industry, um, one of the companies he worked for needed some videos. Uh, so we shot some videos out there. Uh, that was really my first taste into the trucking industry. Um, and I realized very quickly, it is way different than every other industry. Um, especially if you shoot videos and stuff, like I've shot a lot of videos, you're just go, go, go. It's not like that with the trucking industry. Sometimes you're go, go, go. And then you have to just wait because trucking happens. I didn't know what that meant at the time. Now I know what it means. Uh, so it, 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 it took me off guard. Uh, but, uh, I, that was my first taste into the trucking industry and, I don't know. I did, I did a lot. Of, I filmed a lot of things. And long story short, uh, I wound up coming to work with Paul here at CDL Life. And um, we film a lot of random things like we're doing today. Uh, and then we also do uh, some fun stuff. Um, I got three kids. I am not as much of a nerd as Paul. Um, I don't have as cool of a truck as Charles. Uh, but I am taller than both of them. So there's that. And yeah. I also like long walks on the beach. We also try to keep all of our videos funny. Here's a couple clips. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. oh. Oh. You know, truck stop bathrooms are super gross. Turns out all you need is some wet wipes and some air fresheners. Hey, we're planning on sleeping on the bottom bunk. That's a whole lot of shit. Literally. Time to hit the egg. Whoa, what the heck? Uh, I think I broke it. <laughs> That was ridiculous. Anyway, um, I forgot about some of those. But anyway, so now it's on to Charles. Uh, Josh, do you want to take this one first? I will take this one first, yeah. So I met Charles, uh, I think in person for the first time at the CDL Life Summit last year. Um, I remember we were standing outside and I was like, this guy looks familiar because I think I'd met him on LinkedIn before, probably connection through Paul. And I was like, I did not like this dude. And there was something about his face that I just wanted to lay one of these. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, kind uh, of. I, I did meet Charles at uh, CDL Life uh, Summit. Um, 
And then we also, I, I knew you were a good dude when you let us, uh, you know, we shot a video for you for your presentation and you hadn't seen it till the day that we shot it. And you were like, yeah, that's awesome. And I was like, all right, this is a good dude. He knew the sense of humor, um, which if anyone hasn't seen that, I guess we could link it in the description or, you know, put it up somewhere for people to see. It, it was one of the funniest videos we shot. Uh, I quickly realized as we started doing the podcast together that Charles is an insanely hard worker. Um, especially, you know, early on, we had to shoot a bunch of podcasts specifically. We had to shoot four in one day and he had flown in, I believe that day uh, that you flew in. Drove in. in. You drove in. in. That's right. You drove in. Because the storm. That's right. And uh, it was a really long drive and we shot for probably nine hours uh, straight and a lot of guests and everyone was exhausted and no matter how exhausted you were, you would just turn it off and then immediately go into stuff has to get done. And then we came out to your house, um, set up stuff for the podcast, hung out. Uh, and I realized that you, uh, don't sleep. You just, uh, you are an insanely hard worker as well as, uh, also getting to see more of your family, uh, and seeing how good of a dad and husband you are. Uh, you know, it, getting to see you in a different setting was cool to kind of balance it out. All right. So, so, so my turn, uh, I met Charles, uh, one time and, uh, he introduced himself as a third party recruiter. And I said, what a piece of crap, you know, <laughs> like you don't have any investment. You don't care that these people are getting tossed to terrible companies. You're just out here to make money. And then I found out like he used to be a driver. Um, he doesn't ever turn his phone on silent. Because <laughs> uh, he's always getting calls because he's always working and he, he does work hard for drivers. Um, you know, and that's the, the cool thing about what he does is is that he's not married to a client or pushing drivers to a specific place. Uh, if he doesn't feel like that place is a decent place for drivers to land. And then that made me go, huh, maybe you're like, okay. And it turns out he is, uh, and it's awesome, you know, like, uh, so, you know, he lived in Chicago, he just recently moved to Chattanooga, and then now all of a sudden he's saying things like, bless your heart, so it's like he's been Southern for his entire life. Um, is he actually got, saying bless our heart, or is he meaning something else, like bless your heart? He's using it the way people down there use it. Mm, yeah, right. yeah. Like, he's, he's not that nice of a guy. Nice guy. Not that nice. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, and he's got a, he's got a, he's got a wife, he's got a kid, CJ's awesome. Um, and, uh, yeah, so he's, he's a pretty solid dude, super hard worker, sometimes probably too hard. Um, you know, cause sometimes he'll call me and it'll be like later and he would like call me about work stuff that he's doing, which is insane. Cause I'm like, bro, I'm trying to go down a YouTube rabbit hole. <laughs> What's well, not. Um, but it's fine. And then, you know, and the other cool thing about Charles is, you know, we, we make jokes sometimes internally about how, like, he checks all the boxes, but he really does. I mean, he's a veteran. He was a truck driver. He's worked in just about every possible position you can work in in a trekking company with the exception of mascot, which I've done. So there's that. Um, and, and he's just really all around a, a, a guy that if he says he's going to do something, he's going to do it almost to a fault. Like there's sometimes where it's like, you just got this pit bull mentality. You just can't, you know, if he puts his mind to something, he's going to do it. Uh, whether that's healthy or unhealthy in whatever situation, it is what it is. But if you ever need something and he's willing to help you, he's going to get it done. Thank you guys for that. Um, you know, growing up in this industry from the time I was a kid riding in the truck with my dad to go into work with my dad and him kind of grooming me to lead up to where I'm at now, it, 
it wasn't always what I wanted to do. Uh, you know, um, I actually zigged when I should have zagged and I w- made different choices because I didn't want to do it. I saw the the amount of work that had to go into even remaining relevant in trucking, uh, especially back in the day where you didn't have as much social media and that, so everything was word of mouth. And I watched the blood, sweat, and tears my dad put in. I joined the military. I got out on an injury, um, and I didn't know what I was going to do. And then I went back in the trucking. It's what I grew up in. It was what I knew. And uh, the more I worked into it in my adult life, the more I grew to appreciate. This is one of the few industries where you get what you put into it. You're not going to get anything that you didn't put into it. And so that's one of the most rewarding takeaways I have about this industry and my passion for it. And the reason I have that drive is because of the industry itself. I mean, I love the drivers. I love the people into it. Um, I love getting to know the people. I love getting to help the people out there. Um, You know, most people are like, hey, my hobby is xbox or my hobby is you know fishing and i love those things they have a place in my life but for me what i do working in trucking that is fun if you if you gave me a problem and said hey find a way to turn it from a dumpster fire into a dream i'm like all right challenge accepted and that's what i'm going to do in my wee hours of the night i am a father uh and a husband uh 13 years on each um, very fortunate for that because i wouldn't be where i'm at without both those people by my side supporting me along the way Uh, I have a very tight group of friends in the industry that I will break my back for any chance I can get uh, the same way I would for my clients, just because this is one of those industries where relationships matter. And that's where you two came in. You know, the more we got to know each other, the more I grew to appreciate what you were all about. And uh, the world is full of people that are not authentic. So when I come across an authentic person, I want to do anything I can to be in that circle with that person or that group of people because that's who I am. I'm not going to say anything I don't mean. I'm not going to promise anything I can't deliver. And if I can't, I'm going to find a way to make it happen, much like you said, where for lack of better decisions, I just won't give up. And that's just me. I like the challenge. I do refer to Charles as a a ninja wizard uh, quite often because sometimes (laughs) it's like, hey, we should do this. Okay. you know. And I talk to him like 20 minutes later. He's like, guess what? It's done. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, that didn't even make sense. I made a joke. You <laughs> literally went and, like, did something incredible. Um, but I, I appreciate what you said about that that small circle about authentic people. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why I think I, I like, you know, I like trucking. And I, I feel so strongly about drivers, um, you know, having a better, you know, situation out there on the road is because, uh, drivers are uh, every driver I've ever met are some of the most authentic people ever, which is why, um, you know, we, we went through and talked about all this is cause we want to meet you like legit. Like we want to meet the audience. We will be at Matt's. If you are at Matt's, don't be afraid to come and talk to us. Speaking of Matt's, you know, we're going to be at booth seven zero one seven three. And what's exciting about that area is there's so much that area has to offer. You know, you got the veterans in trucking exhibit over there you have wreaths across america you can make a wreath exactly you got cdl life you got hot seat services and then you have cents per mile and all of this is built around showing the attention that the drivers deserve and making them aware of all the different networks and avenues that they can go down to get that representation that they deserve for being out there every day for everything they do we'll be there till sunday we'll be there from tuesday to sunday 
Yeah, and before we go, I want to give a huge shout-out and thank you to our sponsors, Lawrence Transportation and Mesilla Valley. They're the ones bringing us out there to show us off to all the drivers and make sure that you know that we're there for you, we're supporting you, and bringing awareness to your issues. So thank you guys for bringing us out. Uh, other than that, we'll see you in Matt's. Thank you for tuning in to Sense Per Mile. I'm your host, Charles Grayson. And I'm your co-host, Paul Gibson. See you at Matt's.